lots going on today, so we like to remind people. And uh, the speaker for the next session is Lorena Morales. Lorena, happy to have you. Hi, everyone. Sorry that I don't have my camera. Technology is failing me this morning. But um, if you don't have my face, you can check out my LinkedIn to see my, my beautiful face. It's you not good. My, my lovely let's, voice for today. Let's uh, get going with your session. The trick is to know how to unlearn things. Correct. Yes, Armando, because I think like this session, which is called Revenue Operations for Grownups, is all about my journey from doing revenue operations as a service in a smaller company to an enterprise company. And I think the main thing that I that I had to see in myself was how to unlearn things, to relearn the things that were going to be applying to my, to my job as the current director of global uh, digital marketing revenue operations for JLLL. Um, so that's my job title, very fancy, very long. Between my name and my job title, my, my, my business cards are insane. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's me. An interesting fact, I've never eaten a burrito. Uh, I was very soon to do it last weekend, but I didn't. So I still haven't eaten a, bur a, bur a burrito in my life. I'm not planning to do so anytime soon. Um, so yeah, the origin of everything. I am one of the few people that have actually spent money in the methodology of design thinking. So as a design thinker, I've always questioned the fact that businesses are coming more and more to say, oh, we're customer centric, we're customer centric. And the reality is very different. Uh, I think the, the people that, that, that talk to their customers often is very, very, the percentage is very low. And so you need to find the gaps in that customer journey by talking to your customers precisely. And the interesting thing is that this is not unique to, to revenue operations. This is, this is happening all across the board and all across every single company. Um, the third thing is that we believe a tool, this is a funny one, we believe a tool is going to solve all our gaps, all, all our problems, right? Because we love the shiny objects, because we love tools. Who doesn't like a new tool in your tool stack? No one. You, you love the new thing. You love to, st to spend money off it. You love to test it until you find out that it doesn't connect with anything else and it doesn't speak with anything with any other of your systems. So... The main thing here, the tool is only as good as the human interacting with it. That's important. Like this is, this is something that might sound logical, but it's not in an enterprise company. We, our tool stack, you can imagine that is humongous and um, the humans operating them are brilliant, but sometimes one human doesn't communicate with the other human. So, so far we have 86 CRMs that don't communicate with each other at all. So this is what could happen if you don't do your systems correctly. The fourth one is exactly what I was talking about at the very beginning. We try to come to our to new positions by implementing a playbook that someone else tried before or that you, you yourself tried before in another company. Forget about it. Forget about it because it's not going to work in your new company. Unlearn things and then relearn things in order to be successful. So in short, the ability to unlearn things can take you further than what you think. We have to be coachable. We have to have an open mind always. 
regardless of the size of the company, we need to develop the muscle of meaningful conversations with our customers. Basic, 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 basic stuff, but that is going to take you a long way. I promise you that. And gap identification is a must for every company. Um, next slide, please, Armando. And in practice, this looks like the following. Assessing how is your organization at all levels, especially starting with your customer, as we already said, then with your company, your team, and to the individual level. How do you contribute to the, as an IC, even if you're a manager, how do you contribute to, as an IC to the company? How do you contribute as a manager to the company? How do you contribute as a director to the company? And so on and so forth. Look for weaknesses in your pipe as you go into that assessment. All of us have weaknesses. There's not a single company that I've seen that has a, a really nice uh, pipe uh, that, that is super healthy or a really nice tool stack that works fantastically well. I haven't seen that in my 11 years of career as a marketer. So probably you're not the only one. Just the, the, the smart thing here is to assess that weakness and to accept it and work around it. And then the third one is learn from the new teams that you have in front of you. Stop trying to implement what worked for someone else. It sounds repetitive, but it is true. Like the people that you hire, first of all, needs to be smarter than you. But other than that, they, they are there to help you. So try to learn from them. Try to learn across cross-functionally uh, cross functionally as well and in, in other sides of the business too. Um, that would be that would be my my practice advice in here.